Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. You got me, Derek, and as always, uh, Tony the Tiger. What's up, Tony? Good morning. You're great. I'm the Tigre. Ryan. The Tigre. Ryan, I don't have a nickname for you. Ryan the Lion. Ryan the Lion. Right there. No, no, no. Too many animals. Yeah. Too many animals. (laughs) You need to be something abstract. All right. I'll give you We'll think about it. I'll give it another week. Before the end of the year. All right. So... Obviously, another uh, busy news week, so we'll uh, we'll get down to some interesting topics here. Obviously, I have to talk about uh, CPI yesterday and the read and how the market reacted to that, so we'll talk about that. Fed decision going on probably as we're recording, so we'll either look really smart or really <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about um, home sales, you know, kind of, I think, one of the big Going to be one of the big uh, topics for 2023 will be the real estate market. So we'll uh, talk about that and see how that's doing. And we'll talk a little SBF. He got arrested the day before he was supposed to testify. So we'll talk about what that means and then do a little canceled. We got got a couple of good ones. So, so yeah, I guess we should get right into it. Um, you know, yesterday the, uh, the CPI read came out at... Um, only 7.1%. That was a little bit below Phew, yeah. estimates, wow. right? Uh, 7.3, I believe. That's, I thought, I thought my pockets good, were right? feeling fatter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went out, bought a Rolex, a, a nice uh, Porsche, you know, yeah. just feeling feeling so loaded now. Sorry, it's pronounced Porsche. Porsche? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. You need to be an enthusiast, sir. I, I am not. I, I, barely, I, I barely fit in them. <laughs> So yeah, so what do you guys think? So um, it, was, it was good news. You know, the, the market was up in advance, right? And, and the number came out, and the market really liked it. Tony and I had a meeting for an hour, so we went into that meeting and came back out, and then the market decided, I guess, it didn't like it as much as it as thought. It, uh, I mean, it was yeah. up seven hundred when we went in the Dow, and then, and then it was flat. Yeah, it evaporated oh, yeah. pretty quick. So yeah, so, so it was a good number. I, it, it, that's unfortunate because that's the only thing really moving the market right now. Um, I mean, until earnings season in, in January, so I don't know what's going to happen between now and the end of the year, maybe the first I mean, couple of weeks. The Fed's it, right? That's I mean, it. This, this, this is the, all we've got big, left. big news in town. So um, I don't know. Can't understand the market reactions because um, after after CPI came out, so you see all these, like I call them the betting odds, but you look on Bloomberg, they have all these odds of where things are going now. And at the end of the day, I said it before, I'll say it again, positive real rates need to equalize. And when you got a Fed rate at four and CPI is at seven, it's not equal and it needs to get there. So that what they're talking about, um, the next move for the Fed, hopefully today, well, you know, knock on wood, it's going to be 50 bips. Right. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then get down to a quarter, maybe around um, February. And it, now the market is actually pricing in a pause, um, maybe in March. Yeah, twenty five. I mean, it went from ten percent to twenty five percent. You know, in a, in the course of a week. So yeah. absolutely. Good point. So they they said probably a hundred. The the market is pricing in a hundred percent pause. So like they're not going to lower rates. They're just going to stop hiking them sometime right. between March and May. So. So I okay. So the it's, fifty bips we know, right? But it, it, you know what's really moved the needle is like how aggressive Powell's gonna is he gonna be Powell the hawk or Powell the dove? And I kind of think the stage is set for him to. I mean, so he's been seventy five, seventy five, seventy five, seventy five. 
he's going to be a little bit of a dove and go 50 here. So I think there's a extra, like he's going to have to emphasize, Hey, just because we're lowering, you know, I, I expect tough talk from him. And so I don't know how the market's going to respond. And also I've been wrong before. So that's not, you know, yeah. it's not written in stone <laughs> I, or anything. I mean, they're going to get to five and pause. So, uh, I mean, let's just cut to what they're really going to do. They're, they're going to get to five and they're going to pause and it's going to take till the end of the year based on where how CPI is rolling over right now, it's going to take to the end of 2023 for the Fed fund rate and CPI to equalize at five. But the Fed came out and said earlier, he said it in the past, they want to get it back down to two. They're going to have to really choke off growth right. to get there. That's years. you know. It could be. Yeah. So I don't know why the Cartwheel, you know the the market's doing cartwheels right now. I I don't understand it. Is it is it too early for a conspiracy theory time? Oh no, oh, no hit us never too. <laughs> so, and this isn't a conspiracy theory again, but we we have these market disturbances that happen to kind of find their way around election time, presidential election time. So, twenty twenty, we had a significant event, and I'm not saying that the presidential presidential election caused COVID and the right, market right, to sell yeah. off, but you know, two thousand and eight too was another occurrence, and but then, it did, but it yeah. <laughs> so. But 2000 and 2008, too. So 2000, you kind of have a, a bubble burst, mm-hmm. and that kind of fed the election narrative. And, and this is like an administrative change election, too. This isn't, you know, so 2000, 2008, 2020, we have these not necessarily black swan events, but you have these market occurrences where, it, and it might be because Congress doesn't want to take any action because they don't want to support Biden going into 2024. So you have this like situation where, hey, inflation, are, are we expecting to lower rates and then send the economy rip roaring? Do you think that there's going to be political ammunition? Yeah, have it ripping into yeah, the into next election. election? Yeah. I mean, is there, and, and will the Republicans play along with that? I mean, you're, you're supposed I to like stall. I like it. I, like it. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that's us four who, more who, years. But who's who's um, who's who's the puppet master of the Fed? Well, that's the it's million dollar to, question, right? Isn't it? Like yeah. a billion, trillion dollar question. Right, right. <laughs> and, and the Fed's so strong these days. I mean, they're really the puppet master for what happens with the president. You know, I mean. I, so you got to who who's the puppet master? Right, right. I don't know how to. There's your conspiracy theory. You can start. <laughs> but, you but it's name fun, you know three people you think. So, right? so that's the the big question is like heading into an election season when the economy it's, is going to be hyper. Everyone's going to be focused on it. You know what? It, that that's probably when we're projecting the Fed might get that magic number, the inflection point where rates are and inflation are in the same ballpark. So does that give them? I mean, would they do that? Would that give the Democrats yeah. ammunition to stay? in office or I don't know, man, do, do you want to dictate they, the election? You know, that's the question. So. Yeah. I, I don't know if, I mean, does, do the, I just want to know if are the Dems going to push Biden aside and get somebody else out that's there. That's a, a great question too. So he doesn't uh, need got, much push. A couple years to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> just, the economy in 2023, I think will have a big impact yeah, oh, on yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I think everyone's pretty much on the same page. I, I, we don't really understand these giant swings in the market, um, even when it's good news, j- just because there's so much further that they have to go. Um, but, Ryan, I, I agree with you. I, I do expect, uh, you know, the 50 bips and some tough talk, you know, probably, hey, this is good that it's headed in the right direction, but we still have a ways to go. Because it's obvious we still have a ways to go, you know, and, um, you know, I think a big part of that number when you break it down, um, again, is used car prices, 
which just blew up to astronomical proportions. They have to start coming down. So you're seeing that. Well, hopefully, because like, I, I mean, the cost of necessities. I don't know how lower income, you know, families Absolutely. hovering around the poverty line. How well, do you pay for shelter, cars? Yeah, well, I know? mean, I think it's a great blend in to we talked about home sales. What, what's what's up for 2023? I, I think home sales, well, not maybe in home sales, but home prices right. are coming down. I've been having, you know, clients, a couple of clients have asked me like, hey, I'm thinking of buying a house. And I'm like. Ooh, I, if, if just, you know, as a sounding board, I would hold off at least six to maybe even 12 months. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you really, really, really need to do something. But if this is a, a luxury item, don't do it right now because you are buying high. Right. That's my that's my opinion. But getting into it, I is housing, you know, house sales in trouble in 2023. I think so. Yeah. No. Th- th- so we we just pulled up and we were talking about an article and, and the headline was like, U.S. home prices decline, number of buyers with underwater mortgage, you know, increase. Already. And then, you know, so the cost to borrow up. Stop me if you heard this before. I mean, like, this is usually not a good formula for long-term housing market success. I mean, we saw this again. There are a couple of good things. You know, it's still relatively low supply, so maybe that's a good thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have the the lending products that kind of got us into trouble in 2008, you know, the where you could get money for your dog, you know, to buy yep. a third house and all that fun Four stuff. Four mortgages but, at a time. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it's it's... Those are red flags, you know, and the the home builders too, kind of waving the red flag, saying it's not really great. So rates, all right. So in pre-COVID, the median house in the United States was three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Today, it's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's Pre- crazy, right? That's so crazy. so let's even add on to that. Um, <coughs> You know, the making seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year, you were able to afford that three hundred thousand dollar house. Um, you need to make a hunt over like a hundred and ten thousand dollars to afford today's house. Well, I don't think people are getting forty percent, you know, rating or, or like you know increases in their salary. So, and rates aren't coming down. We just talked about that. Rates right. are not coming down. Mortgage rates will be 6 to 7%. Not that that's, you know, it's happened before. It's not a big deal, but people can't afford where the house is today. So therefore it needs to come down. Absolutely. And and it, I, why why can't it get back to pre-COVID levels yeah. when interest rates were 2-3%? Right. So they have to at least get there. So that people can afford a new house again, unless everyone's, you know, got their stuff done in COVID. <laughs> Which, yep. you no, know. So there's a lot of analysts that look at it and, you know, I don't want to get in. Zellman and Associates says, hey, we think it's going to, you know, contract 12% home prices. Some are saying more like 20. But what I thought was most interesting is a lot of the people are saying, like, this is going to kind of the trough's going to be in late 2024. So, I mean, this is going to be a sustained decrease and and a big key input for a lot of families, the wealth effect, you know, the the house, what's your house worth? That kind of drives a good, good portion of like your budgeting, you know, what I'm going to spend on. The wealth factor, the the wealth, wealth factor. And when I mean, just like how wealthy do you feel? Right. Right. And, and and if you feel wealthy, you'll spend money. If you aren't, or you're, you don't, you're, you're losing money in the market or your house is going down. You, you're like, Oh no, I better tighten it down because I'm my, net worth on paper is going down right yep absolutely and you see people do that right with the uh 
That's me. The uh, Zillow estimates, right? Going on there, checking them, just like you know their four hundred one k or whatever. <laughs> well, some when, people when it's up forty percent on those estimates, yeah. you know, and it's like, and that's another two thousand and eight thing where. People in the last two years, they just bought something and they're paying a mortgage that's worth more than the value of that. You know, that's yeah. not a great. Re- we've seen how that one works stuck. out. So that's and, what they call being stuck. Yeah, and you know what? You can, maybe it leads to the. I'm not going to pay that anymore. Why would I pay that? Doesn't even make sense for me. So mm-hmm. just bankrupt me and. You know, and that's what caught my eye on that article too. It was um, two hundred and fifty thousand mortgages taken out within the last year are now basically underwater. So. What Ryan just said about the trough being in uh, 2024, you know, I can I can see that. You know, I think it's a it's going to be a slow burn down, right? Because everyone's kind of used to the prices, so no one's used to the the pre COVID prices now. So say that 300 and you know thirty thousand dollar house they've been selling for 450 is not going to go. You know, new new listings aren't going to go from 450 to to 320, right? It's going to be a, it's gonna, a gradual yeah, gradual step there. down. Um, but but how, yeah. do, how do people real the people are, are not going to realize that loss? They're, exactly. they're stuck. They're mm-hmm. stuck in the house that they bought during COVID uh, and, at an inflated price. Yep. What I will say though, at least we're talking about it now. Like I think back in two thousand and eight, everyone just assumed whatever you paid for the house, you know, is going to be twenty percent higher in a year. Right. You know. So <laughs> I think that logic has you know we've we've learned a little bit as a society. Um, and people still need to move, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And interestingly, like a lot of the cities that where they expect the takedown to be even like 30% hot cities like Austin, Jacksonville, you know, a lot of people move from the Bay area because it was completely ridiculous and crime yeah. and prices, but they moved to Sacramento. So those are the, the usual suspects on who's going to see the most appreciation. Some of those hot cities and probably younger people are going to feel, you know, I mean, yep. people that rush into an Austin house, I mean, they're going to feel it more than yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, something definitely to uh, to keep an eye on in, in 2023. I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it. Um, but yeah, real quick, I know we've, we've talked on this subject quite a bit, uh, both Elon uh, and SBF. But um, but yeah, he was arrested the day before he was supposed to testify. Not 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 Elon. Not Elon. Elon has been arrested. I'm sure they're working on it though. Right. Because he could because he put beds in his in his workspace. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it was interesting. So, like you said, he was supposed to testify, right? Mm -hmm. And and, you know, I I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter, but Maxine Waters was like, "Hey, we'd love to have you come talk to us. We we think you know the American people need to hear it." So, a super suspect that they arrest him before he could do that. But but b the funny part was he tweeted back and he kind of gave like the my dog ate my homework excuse. He's like, (laughs) "Actually, my company laptop's been confiscated, so I'm no good to you guys. Don't worry about investigating." I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember what I was (laughs) doing. Two billion dollars. I don't know. I, and I thought I told you I was sorry for losing the eight billion dollars. Yeah, he apologized like three or four times. Like he should be good, probably, right? So he's <laughs> yeah, he's caught up wire fraud. All the so wire now, now that he's in jail, he can't testify. Is that how that works? Well, he, like I mean, he, they just it's kind of like a shut up. I believe. Yeah, I, well, it's what it he can testify and plead the fifth. You know, because right. it's it's real now. So <laughs> it's real, real. <laughs> Oh, and a flight risk. Where's he going to go? Yeah. I mean, well, Bahamas. I thought he was well, in, in the Bahamas. They, he was oh, in the Bahamas. he's in jail down the Bahamas? He's yeah. Not in, in, the, the, in the Bahamas. Yeah. So. Okay. So, so I he tried to get house arrest in the Bahamas, but that was denied. <laughs> I want house arrest in the Bahamas. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. I've <laughs> seen his place. <laughs> it looks pretty, it looks pretty sweet. It looks nice. 
All right. Well, here there there was so canceled. You know, this isn't necessarily canceled, but but I'm finding it pretty interesting that so Tesla stock and and what kind of a beating it's taking right now, um, based on I don't know what what are the reasons my conspiracy theory or what whatever it's not even conspiracy there's just what i think or yeah. it could be a conspiracy theory well know. it depends it on is. how out there it all is. right so let's this, hear it. sorry <laughs> this is not left field coming in um so their 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 market cap um stocks down 40% their market caps down you know so what it went from a 1.2 trillion dollar company to about call it between 6 and 700 million still a big company still like the fifth biggest but ain't like that's a significant yeah. move. So, has it got cut in half? Because I don't. I mean, they're not as, you know, they're not as less profitable, or they're not making less cars. Like everything, nothing has really changed for the company. So, are with Elon getting on Twitter and being, you know, right of center to way on the right side of comments that he's making and and who he's talking about and quote unquote attacking and in getting after right are the people on the left the left of center to all the way left the people that own those stocks now selling it because they don't want to be associated with it i think it's right quite possible i mean you know he's been pretty ruthless in his attack on crybaby liberals i believe he would call them so <laughs> yeah. they also well, you can say anything and that's what you know they, would say yeah. on Twitter. so you know whether or not that's the case but they're, they're a big i mean they're the backbone of the ev and tesla yeah, movement e, i mean like ESG, that's like you could you can almost argue now like uh <laughs> tesla's not an esg stock right <laughs> or, right, you know, right yeah no i absolutely and so you know if you go to california it's pretty much all tesla's out there and so you know, he's got the bullseye on them with Twitter. Right. And, and I, I don't think that there's a conspiracy theory there. You know, and some, I mean, a lot of the high flyers. Or is it just a high flying stock yeah, that's just you know, getting deflated? There, yeah, there's absolutely that too. So, you know, you look at any of the growth. Tech, any, yeah. I mean, they've been cut pretty significantly. But they're, yeah. and it's not just the Tesla thing too. I mean, like all the people that are going to leave Twitter, right? Elon's in charge. I, there's hate speech and misinformation yeah. abound. Now I have to leave. And yeah. we talked about that a couple of months ago. And the the list is on Bryant Gumbel's probably off yeah. Twitter now. So oh, God, they keep falling. Yeah. That's a big loss. <laughs> but no, it's a good good point. What do you think, D? I mean, like that. Like, what do you? So, like, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. That's that's a huge reason for the decline. Um, you know, it was a fanboy stock. Honestly, right. right. First AMC, you know, right. GameStop kind of thing. That's kind of how it's a good good way to put it. It's a fanboy stock. People yep. bought it because of him. And now if they don't like him, the stock's going to get punished. Yep. Yeah. So probably, he probably lost half his fanboys. <laughs> he's he's picking up quite a few, though, too, right. at the same time. Well, so. All right. So what about the fanboys that are stuck driving the car? And yeah. they're like, what are they going to go? What are they going to transition? That is to? hilarious. All well, the people you know. he fi- uh, fired at Twitter probably all drove away. In Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Pete Buttigieg probably would just say, buy another. You buy know, another. buy hey, a different EV. Ford's just making them these down days. Hey, have you heard K. of them? Yeah. 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 You know, no big deal. All lucid right. air. Buy a lucid air. All right. Well, we're getting close to Christmas. Um, yeah. Any Anything? Well, are we sure that uh, that's not going to yeah, be we got canceled? One more, I mean, one more canceled. <laughs> that's a good point. And honestly, I was having a, a hard time finding one, and then this one just popped up. Like this is literally the cancel culture right here. Like it's defined in a nutshell. Um, Doctor Ben Carson. So um, 
if you're a fan of his politically or not, you know, before he got into the political arena, he was a world-class neurosurgeon. I believe, what did he do? He uh, he acted in, a, you know, what was that conjoined twins yeah. movie? Yeah, he, oh. he, he was the first okay. doctor to successfully separate... Uh, Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon, I believe. But conjoined twins. But conjoined twins. Okay. So, you know, a, a pioneer in the medical field. Hmm. Um, and basically, they're taking his name off of a high school um, in Detroit. Oh, that's a shame. For no reason whatsoever. And, you know, kind of just talks it to the society that we live in. 80% apparently of the people voted to... Um, you know, voted to approve that change to to take his name down. What? Pe- yeah, Are they I, replacing it with another name? Like no, <laughs> like Dennis Rodman <laughs> well, or something? I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> like, they is will. Detroit Detroit favorite? Or, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, but he's Barry such Sanders a success story. Of- I hate that. You know, I don't want to get canceled by sticking up for the guy, but. <laughs> I mean, overwhelming success story. He yep. came from that area. Yep. I mean, like he, he had a hard upbringing and he didn't have many luxuries handed to him and he built himself into so this there's, world There's no renowned. promise by it. Like I didn't, read the, I didn't well, read the article, but like like it, there's no, they're just removing it. Like, well, no, Republican. Nothing at all. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing. Just, hey, we, we want this guy's name off the building. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Yeah. It, it really is. It, it's stunning because it's, it doesn't always have to be about politics right right the guy is from there it's like um you know disagreeing with lebron james in living in akron and, and wanting to take you know his name off of all, all the stuff that he's done i don't agree with lebron james you know politically a lot of the time but the stuff the work that he's done in akron is yeah. astonishing yeah he's great at a great yeah. school down there he mm-hmm. still contributes even though he doesn't, i mean i know he had that Big house down here. I don't know if he yeah. sold it or still lives there. Or I don't think just anyone's ever going to buy that house. Right, yeah. right. But I mean, but he does give back to his home city, Akron, yeah. a lot. Sure, a lot every yeah. year. So, so that was pretty disappointing to see because obviously I don't know Doctor Carson, but he seemed like a down to earth person. Yeah. Um. You know, whenever you hear him talk or do interviews, things like that. So, well, maybe that's the problem. Yep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Too be. good of a person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not, you're not edgy enough. You gotta Set go. It, yeah. yeah, for all right. sure. Are right, you guys finished all, all your Christmas shopping? Or, yeah, I think next Fun. week will be right. the, the Christmas show. <laughs> right, right. We are we coming? Are we coming in with uh, hot picks for 2023? Oop. I think we should. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. That's what you guys are going to get next week. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If uh, you have any uh, questions or comments, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com and uh, we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.